Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, it's game day edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides for Saturday, April 17th. It is Flyers Caps today at 12.30. Doubleheader this weekend at the Wells Fargo Center. Caps today at 12.30, tomorrow at 6.30. It's the Flyers and the Islanders. Well, all of a sudden, the Islanders lost a couple of games and some action last night in the East Division as the Bruins beat those aforementioned Islanders 3 to nothing. Bruins have now won three straight games. That doesn't help a couple of teams' cause, including the Flyers and the New York Rangers. 3 nothing was the final. Jeremy Swayman got the shutout. His 25-save effort uh, kept the Islanders off the board. Taylor Hall did get a goal for Boston as well. 3 nothing the final in that game. And the standings right now, heading into the game today. Flyers still sitting in that sixth spot. And with the three straight wins by the Boston Bruins, they are now eight points up on the Flyers. Flyers with just 13 games to play. Only one game in hand uh, do the Bruins have on the Flyers right now. They've got 14 left, including five against Buffalo and two against the New Jersey Devils. So half their games are against the bottom of the division for the Boston Bruins. So the math getting much more difficult for the Flyers, even just as diff- not a little bit less difficult for the Rangers, but the Rangers are two points up on the Flyers with 48 also through 43 games. The opponent today, the Washington Capitals. They laid a beat down on the Flyers last week on Tuesday, 6-1, to the day after the NHL trade deadline. They're sitting at the top spot of the division. The Islanders had a chance to get even with them, but they had that 3-0 loss against the Bruins. And through 44 games, the Caps right now, 28-12-4. They've got 60 points. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They lost their last one, uh, but they are a team uh, that's playing very well this season under first-year head coach Peter Laviolette. So the Flyers and the Caps today, Flyers and Islanders tomorrow. Now, what I want to talk about on this episode is in regards to a DM I got on Twitter, a direct message. I won't put the guy's name out there. Uh, but basically what he said was, this is after the trade deadline and just yesterday where he sent this to me. He said, you know, the one thing the Flyers should consider this offseason is trading Sean Couturier because you can get the most in return for Sean Couturier. You know what the old saying, you got to give up something good to get good. Now, his initial thing was to go after Jack Eichel, but just said, hey, this is the highest value you're going to get. He's got another year left on his contract. It's a very team-friendly deal. But then you're going to have to sign him to a huge contract. And I just thought about that, and I just said, you know, let me do some digging on this. Because I don't want to just say, you can't trade Sean Couturier, because everybody's tradable. Gretzky was traded. That's the old line, right? Uh, but So I wanted to do some digging on this and look at the, the comparable years of the last four years and the last four years for Patrice Bergeron, and also the years of Patrice Bergeron when he was 25, 26, 27, and 28 years old. So could you imagine of imagine trading Patrice Bergeron? What he is still in the NHL is a fantastic player. Now, Patrice Bergeron has been in the league obviously longer than Sean Couturier. He's been around for a long time. He's got the notoriety. They should rename the Selkie Award after Patrice Bergeron. But in the last four years, so the 2017-18 season, 18-19, 19-20, which was shortened, and the 2020-21 season, which is the one we're in, Patrice Bergeron played a total of 231 games. In that time period, he's got 109 goals, 125 assists, and 234 points, and he's a plus 82, 
We know he's a great 200-foot player. Matter of fact, he has well, he hasn't won the Selkie since the year prior, 2016-17, when he only had 53 points that year, 21 goals and 32 assists, but he did win the Selkie that year. He also won it in the 2014-15 season, the 13-14 season. I came in second the year before that. Uh, also won it in 2011-12. Uh, he's an unbelievable 200-foot player. Plays on a great line, too, with Marchand and Pasternak now and has been doing it for a long time. But again, 234 points in those 231 games with 109 goals and 125 assists. Now, over the last four years, Sean Couturier also has had some really good numbers. over In that period, again, 2017-18 through now, he's played in more games, 263 games, has 99 goals and 143 uh, assists for 242 points. Now, I just mentioned that Patrice Bergeron has been playing on one of the great lines in hockey. He had a great scorer next to him in Pasternak and another really good player in Brad Marchand. Couturier's having a bit of a revolving cast, but 234 points for Bergeron, 242 points for Sean Couturier. So over that period of time, Bergeron is over a point-per-game player, but he does miss significant time. He tends to get injured. So 242 points over the last four years for Couturier is more points than 234. He's got eight more points. Now, he's played more games, but I've always said this. Availability is the most important element for a player. And both players are equal when it comes to the 200-foot game. Bergeron's one of the best all-time. Couturier is right there at the peak of the of this point in his career as being a 200-foot player. Won the Selkie last year, uh, came in sixth the year prior, came in second back in the 2017-18 season. And, it, and look, his numbers this year, once again, 32 games, 31 points, 13 goals, 18 assists. Tremendous, tremendous player. Over those four years for Sean Couturier, by the way, plus 91. And for Bergeron, I mentioned it, uh, a plus 82. When you consider the, that the Bruins have been a better team than the Flyers in total over those four years, the numbers from Couturier are eye-popping. So while at first blush I go, you can't trade Sean Couturier, and he's going to sign a big contract. But the other thing I wanted to compare it to was Patrice Bergeron from the years 25, which is four years ago for Sean Couturier, through 28. Now, through that period again, uh, 25 years old through 28 for Couturier, 263 games, 99 goals, 143 assists, 242 points, and a tremendous player. For Patrice Bergeron, those years of 25, 26, 27, and 28, he played in 283 games, had 84 goals, again, Couturier at that period, 263 games, but has 99 goals. Uh, Bergeron, only 84 goals. He had 131 assisted Bergeron. Couturier's got 143, and a total of 242 points for uh, Sean Couturier, 215 points for Patrice Bergeron. So again, the notion of trading Sean Couturier is one that I can't entertain. I know that people look at the Flyers and they say they don't have any elite players. Now, elite players, there's categories. You have your generational elite talent. And uh, Ovechkin's one of those guys still. Crosby, still one of those guys. Uh, Connor McDavid is one of those guys. I don't know if I would put Austin Matthews in that conversation, although he's really, really close. If not, he's like in the in the tier one step down, which is down like a half a tier even. But Sean Couturier obviously is not one of those guys. Now, the guys I just mentioned, 
like McDavid and Dreisaitl and Austin, they don't play a 200-foot game. They're offensive players. But the notion that the Flyers don't have any star players is everybody says you have to have star players to win the Stanley Cup. And I don't agree with that. I did some digging on this as well. And back in 2018-2019, the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, right? They were a team that did not have star players. They had a 33-goal score in Vladimir Tarasenko. Good numbers, but it wasn't like he was a 50 guy. That season, Tarasenko played 76 games and had 33 goals. He led them in scoring. He, anybody says, get a sniper. He's a bit of a sniper, yes. 68 points that season. Their highest point getter in points for that year was Ryan O'Reilly, and he had 77. He played all 82, 28 goals, 49 assists. Braden Shen, 54 points. And then, you know, Alex Petrangelo, great D-man, had 41 points for a D-man. Tyler Bozak had 38. That's a team that wasn't predicated on star player and elite player to win a Stanley Cup. Now, in the beginning of that season, through December, they were in last place in the NHL. And then they went on a crazy run. But they also got great goaltending from Jordan Bennington, had solid defense and, and really good defensive players with, as I mentioned, Alex Petrangelo and others, Vince Dunn, uh, Colton Pareko on that blue line as well, uh, Jay Bomeister, Joel Edmondson. They, they had some really good players, Carl Gunnarsson, uh, on that team that helped them be good defensively. But that wasn't a team predicated on star players either. So going to take this full circle, the notion that you need to trade Sean Couturier to get Jack Eichel, who is a star player, is a little flawed to me. Again, this game is equally important keeping the puck out of your net as it is putting it in the other team's net. Sean Couturier does both of those things. He's very good defensively, and he limits the opposition's top lines and often outscores them and also can put it in at the other end and plays both special teams unit. He's a good power play player and a good penalty killer. So the notion to trade him, I just can't buy into it because if that notion was in Boston back in 2000, I mean, I guess through his 28-year-old year for Patrice Bergeron, then you would have missed out on a lot of great hockey. And that's what I don't want to do. I don't want to look at, look back and go, hey, the next bunch of years. So Patrice Bergeron, that would have been 29 years old through 35 what he is now. And in that period of time, he's played 471 games. He's got 185 goals, 225 assists, 410 points, and is a plus 108. I don't want to trade that away. I'm sorry. Sean Couturier is a guy I build around. I don't know if people look at him and say he's not a star player. He's not flashy. He's not that kind of player. But he's a great hockey player. He may not be elite. He may not be a superstar. I'm sure he's fine not being a superstar. It wouldn't fit his personality. But he's a great hockey player. And I've said this on the podcast before, that when the coach is juggling lines in a practice week, when they have a couple of days off, there's a line outside the door saying, can I play with Sean Couturier? He makes players that play with him better. They get better numbers. They're better defensively. They don't have to do as much defensively (laughs) because he takes up so much of that uh, with his great 200-foot game. So to the guy who uh, DM'd me, sorry, but I can't sanction a trade of Sean Couturier, even though you are right in one regard. He would yield you the biggest return. But 
I can't do it. All right, everybody, Flyers caps today at the Wells Fargo Center, 1230. And then tomorrow, it'll be Flyers Islanders. We'll bring you another new episode of Flyers Daily tomorrow. We'll break down the Caps game. We'll preview the Islanders game. All when you tune in to this podcast, Flyers Daily, tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy your Saturday, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily.